and welcome once again to another episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald, and you can find me on Twitter at Bob McDonald. And uh, joining me, of course, is my co-host Jimmy Lemke. Hello, everybody. And Jimmy Lemke, of course, you can find him on Twitter at PantherU, and you can follow the podcast on Twitter at HorizonRT. And, uh, well, Jimmy, the, the, the regular season is over, and uh, we get a break. We get a week off. <laughs> so We do get a week off. We do get a week off. But not for lack for of... teams being inept. Yes. For team. Well, I mean, for team. Well, let's see here. To be fair, it's and and I have to disclaimer this for teams being inept. One team being inept at the beginning of the season, and one be, team being inept at the end of the season. I think we were just fairly inept the entire. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, you lost eleven in a row. I mean, the only thing that was helping, yeah, yeah, Milwaukee loses eleven in a row, and <coughs> man, it's too I, bad that they didn't. Yeah, you know, if they had just lost that one more in a row, we would have all gotten free burgers at George Webb's. There you go. So <laughs> I, I didn't realize there's a, there's a, I, I have to explain the joke. Anybody from Milwaukee is going to laugh at that. Okay. And actually people from Green Bay, too. So um, we have a diner franchise in Wisconsin called George Webb's. Okay. Now, George Webb's is kind of like that, like, 60s diner vibe, like, all the time, where it's like... Like a small version of a family restaurant, um, but it's all like a diner, like a like a lunch counter at like the corner of a building. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> with George Webb's, they have a promotion. They've had a promotion with the Milwaukee Brewers for years, where if the Brewers win twelve games in a row during the season, the everybody gets a free a free burger at George Webb's the next day, like. The until this year, the last time they did it was like 1987, and there would be like hundreds of people lined up at every George Webb's while the people like frantically are cooking burgers. Sure. And I thought it would be funny if we made a joke about the <laughs> Panthers being one chart of getting everybody free burgers by losing eleven in a row. <laughs> Yeah. Um. So while the so while our teams are uh, while our teams have decided to, and, and it's crazy because you know you, you know, and I'm sure you know, while you have your futility, I have mine that is that was actually kind of spotty near the end. I mean, you know, you, Cleveland State did actually go five and five in the last after going zero and eight. It looked like they were going to be like a middle of the road Horizon League team. And if you discount and if you discount the first eight games of the conference schedule, they were in fact a middle of the road conference team. But no. <laughs> I and mean we, the, the futility of the the futility good. of the first eight games of that just basically screwed their season into the ground and yep. you know that they kind of that they that they rallied to rallied back into you know into into mediocrity is probably progress in and of itself. But so here, here's, here's my question for you on yes. that. Yes, this was a bad a bad year for Felton in year two. Of course it was. Yes. So my question to you is this: Yeah. If you're if you're being as fair as possible to Felton. Yeah. How many more years 
do do you get with him gets, before you decide to change, make a change? Um, he gets one, and here's the reason why. Because the uh, right now the, he was he like as I've said many times, he's safe. The only way he, he unless a cardboard cutout of former athletic director Mike Thomas is running the show. And by the way, given it's Cleveland State, you never know. Um, he was always getting an extra. He was always getting another year. Here's the thing, though. He's got to he, – he gets another year because he's got a new guy to – he's going to have a new guy to impress next year. He's going to – it was a – you know, he was it, – it's a foregone conclusion. I mean, th- this team has to do better next year without a doubt. Do we know – You can't cram for – Do we know how long the original contract was? How, how long is he under contract? He is under contract for five years. And actually five somebody – Five yeah, years total, so he's only got three left after this? Yeah. So he, it's okay. a five-year contract. So, um, you know what the box is on his contract? Um, a boatload. Because um, apparently the, there's no like, buy, as I understand it, there's no buyout provision. So, um, I guess he's making four twenty-five um, a year. So to bring this, yeah, he's making. Oh, sorry, he's making two hundred fifty grand a year. Oh no, he's making four twenty-five a year. Oh, okay, okay, four twenty-five so a year. Four twenty-five a year. First two seasons. Um, this is sounding uh, really yeah. familiar to Panther fans. Yeah, so hundred thousand. So the first two years, hundred hundred thousand was in deferred comp, uh, deferred compensation. So he would he's not getting. So technically, for the first two years, he's getting paid three twenty five a year. But he will get that money's after year three. That money's fully vested, so he'll get that money. So yeah, the, you're fooling no one. It's it's you know I'm sure it's some fancy schmancy accounting thing to you know. You know, to do whatever, but yeah, that's that's so he's getting four twenty five a year. Plus, he's getting I guess another twenty five for media appearances, which at this point in time is his coaches show that you can't find on <laughs> you can't find online unless you're actually listening to it live, which is outstanding work over there. Um, I have a copy of Baldwin's contract somewhere. I know yeah. Jeter made like six thousand or eight thousand for his yeah media appearances etc apparently that yeah so that's so and and again that is across five years now um for reasons that escape me he's the provision he but dennis felton actually has a provision in his contract where it actually states that if he indeed quits he there's a certain amount of money he has to pay back if he quits (coughs) evidently (laughs) You're stuck here, and he's like, "It's my last chance, anyway." <laughs> yeah, basically. So, um, so yes, there is no buyout. There is no buyout provision unless he, and if he does get like a a job somewhere else in college athletics, um, the money that he, the Cleveland State, still has to pay the offset of the money he is getting paid at. It would be getting paid at his new job, other than and um, from from his old job. So. But again, none of this matters because he's got another year. He's got a new boss to impress. I mean, I, I want to say that yeah, he you know, you know, the, at the end of the year he kind of did right the ship. I mean, they weren't as bad, although in the five losses of all the, of the five losses that Cleveland State had during their uh, their their, I guess their turn towards the abyss. Uh, yeah. All but the UIC game, they they flip on, <laughs> yeah. So all but all but the UIC game, 
at one point in time during the four of those five losses, they were down by at least twenty. So I mean, I don't know what they I don't know what they need to fix next year, but I mean, apparently they they don't have to fix a whole lot. I guess I don't know. All I know is that if I gotta wait until I, all I know is if I gotta wait until February for them to do something again next year, um, I don't think I'm the only one who's not gonna be impressed by that. <laughs> Yeah. Just kind of throwing that out there. Don't the, don't wait to yeah you know waiting for your team to do brilliant in 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 February is like getting a four point in your last semester of your senior year after you've been accepted to college with a two point five. Yeah, actually, in this case, probably a two point <laughs> So yeah, so <laughs> it, it, it's it's great. It's it's great, but I mean. At, at you know, it, you're near the end. It doesn't matter. I mean, it, it, I'm sure it matters internally, but in the eyes of the world, everybody gay, everybody has forgotten about you, and that is the problem that we've had here for the last two years. That you have a situation where it's you you have a Cleveland State team that has two years of you know futility up until. You know, near the end of the season, at which point in time nobody's paying attention, and that's the only thing I want to say about that. I, I think they, you know, I, I just I suspect they'll do better next year, but I'll wait till ne- I'll wait till that whole thing shakes out. So to hell with the rest. So the hell with the bottom of this thing. I'm, I think we've talked long enough about that. Yeah, let's talk about the good stuff. Let's talk about the good. Okay, so now, well, look, now, the, now this weekend, this weekend was absolutely amazing. This last week was absolutely amazing because you had. Because you had Wright State, who had a one-game advantage over Northern Kentucky. They go into Green Bay, and they lose, and they make things interesting. And, Jimmy, your, your, your Milwaukee Panthers had the opportunity to beat Kingmakers in that last game on Saturday night against Wright State. And just... <laughs> But it didn't happen because, you know, uh, Northern Kentucky ends up becoming the two seed um, just by virtue of all the tiebreakers. And Wright State is going to be your number one seed. So that's going to be interesting. And so so for the – so we are now in conference tournament time. Mm-hmm. We've arrived. The madness has begun, and I think everybody's said that at least three times already. We've seen, We've said it. Neil Rule said it. A bunch of fans said it. The madness has begun. Madness is here. I mean, um, people always think when, about March Madness as the as as the NCAA tournament, but the yeah. term was originally created for the conference tournaments. Did you know that? I did not know that. That's yeah. good to know. Well, it old is- dog can learn new tricks. Yeah, that's why I keep hearing. <laughs> so, so before we get into the kind of the individual games, because um, yeah, I, I did want to kind of talk a little bit about the, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about kind of the end of the year awards. Um, I think at this point in time, it's a kind of a foregone conclusion that um, you're looking at player of the year being Drew McDonald, and the freshman of the year going to be Ant- is going to be Antoine Davis. I I don't really I know near the end of the season Drew McDonald kind of had some issues with his back, 
But I, I'll be honest with you, I don't know if that was really, you know, over the course of the entire season. I think as as players of the year go, I think he kind of, I really think he kind of solidified his spot um, a couple weeks ago. So that that's kind of my conclusion that Drew, I, I consider <clears throat> Drew McDonald to be the, the I, I would pick him to be the player of the year and, you know, there and Antoine Davis is, you know, that that that's kind of a no-brainer at this point. I mean, well, got- yeah, and I mean, I thought he could. E- I thought with his scoring, he could even be, you know, in in the, you know, a bit of the outskirts, but yeah. the, even even top of a player of the year. Yeah, and we had this discussion before. I well, I when I say we, I mean it might have been in the month that you and I were not together. Yes, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we uh, there was a, you know. Uh, on the podcast, we've had a, we've had a discussion about you know whether or not Antoine Davis could be the first play freshman in the history of the forty years of the Horizon League to be Player of the Year. Um, and I he he was outstanding, make no mistake about it. But um, it, it just seemed to me that you know the it. In terms of kind of where where he is at as a player, he's an outstanding freshman. Um, I, I do think, kind of based on the resume, I think Drew McDonald kind of had the edge on him. I think I think it's um, you know, I think it's something that is kind of like in the NBA with the player defensive player of the year and the MVP awards. Yeah, like the MVP award is most valuable player. It doesn't yeah. say anything about being an offensive award. Yeah, but You'll have guys that'll be up near the top. They'll uh-huh. be in, they'll be consideration for MVP, but maybe somebody thinks a li- some a little somebody is just as deserving. They'll give it to you know. It'll end up voters will end up voting for the guy who's more offensively to be MVP, and they'll just give the defensive guy the defensive player of the year. Yeah. So that defensive player of the year might actually be a better player mm-hmm. than the MVP. Yeah. And I'm saying this because James Harden. Sucks on defense uh, and is a ball hawk. Uh, um, and Giannis Antetokounmpo <laughs> is the MVP. And you think I was wondering when this was coming. <laughs> but that, that that same relationship has is in the Horizon League because that we've all, we we've had a few players who would be rookie of the year, freshman of the year, yeah. you know, newcomer of the year. You know, we have we have a lot of people that have. Would qualify for that award. Mm-hmm. Oh, certainly. I mean, we've had, but, it, we, yeah, so many. You know, times. They'll, qualify, they'll qualify for Player of the Year, but they'll end up getting the the Rookie of the Year award, yeah. the Newcomer Year instead. Mm-hmm. So it happens, and it's going to happen to Antoine Davis. He's not going to be Player of the Year. Yeah, but and I'll agree though. I, I think it's ultimately because Drew McDonald's a better choice. Yeah, yeah, um, and that's. Yeah, I, I, again, I think that's kind of the consensus at this point in time. Um, I'll be interested. I don't know if – I don't remember if they ever, like, you know, break out the votes on who's – I don't think they ever did – I don't think the Horizon League ever did break out the votes on who, you know, who picks who. But, uh, yeah, so that that's kind of how that goes. Um, So so those are kind of the, uh, the four – those are kind of the, the two picks that I think are going to be, you know – pretty universally accepted and then and then we get into the you know we get into the all we we get into the all league teams um all freshman team i think is gonna is also kind of uh 
not too much mystery involved in that one. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be Antoine Davis, uh, Braden Norris over at uh, over at Oakland, Skylar Potter at Wright State, um, Rashad Williams over at Cleveland State. Um, who am I missing on that one? I know I'm. I mean, missing... we're, we're really li- listing off a bunch of guys that are are good, but Antoine yeah. Davis is gonna. Oh, obviously, Antoine Davis is the runaway freshman of the year winner. So, so Davis, Norris, um, Skylar Potter, um, Rashad Williams, and I swear to God, I'm still missing somebody. Oh, Darius! Oh, I can't believe this. I'm missing Darius Quisenberry from uh, from Youngstown State. Yeah, wow. I'd like. I mean, I'd he, like to publicly <laughs> right after right after Quisenberry just lit Cleveland State up yesterday last night. I almost yeah. forget the guy. Good lord, that and yeah, he and he came on really. Quisenberry came on real. Uh, quite, I would love, quite a bit in the last part of the year. I would love it if Quisenberry was the one with the first name Skyler and not Potter. Why is that exactly? Because the name Skyler Quisenberry would be the greatest thing I've ever heard. Oh, what? I don't know where you went with that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> Saying the na- the full name Skylar Quisenberry would be hilarious. Okay. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter. I guess not. Okay. <laughs> I just things. I I'm I'm trying to be lighthearted and find things funnier. Uh, so yeah, I sorry. Wasn't even, I'm sorry. I didn't know where that was going, man. Usually I get <laughs> usually I get it, but that one just went way over my head, man. <laughs> my coworkers have called them Jimmy jokes before. Oh. Or, yeah. I'll Are they a variation of dad jokes, if I may ask? Well, dad jokes at least are coherent. Oh, oh, okay. So they're so sometimes they're... make a joke that makes sense in my head, and then I'll say it out loud, and I'll wait for the wait for wait for the laughter, and everybody's like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> like I don't get it. I man. feel I feel like Skylar Quisenberry is one of those. Okay, Skylar Quisenberry is a is a is a Jimmy joke. Okay, there we've. We've got a new phrase on here, Jimmy joke. There you go. Um, oh god! <laughs> and somebody's gonna, and you know, we've got a bunch of broad, we've got a bunch of play-by-play guys who follow us and listen to the show. You have probably, you have probably doomed one, at least one of them, to call either Skylar Potter or Darius Quisenberry Skylar Quisenberry. Now, you know, you've doomed at least one of them. Darius, Darius Potter. Is uh, Harry's long lost cousin? <laughs> See, I got that one. <laughs> Yo, thrown up. Yeah, see, see, you should. That's what you should have did with Skylar Quisenberry. You should have like, you should have put an interesting backstory, like he's the long lost, uh, long lost nephew of former, uh, former side armor and relief pitcher Dan Quisenberry. I mean, yeah, I, I know, that. Yeah, but not, a, not. A, I don't know if that. I don't know the, the Harry Potter Wait, reference. You're talking about, you're talking about Milwaukee, Milwaukee could have played the spoiler. Yes, yeah, and go. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this. As far as another spoiler, first round of the Horizon League tournament, Wright State plays who hosts who at the Nutter Center? Uh, that would be IUPUI. Yeah. Yeah. But it was Youngstown State. What's that now? No, no, it is no, it is IUPUI. 
Yeah. Youngstown State on the so IUPUI lost the tiebreaker with Detroit and Youngstown State. They did, yes. IUPUI finished in eighth place. So um So the problem that I ran into okay. is that I I was using uh I was my I screenshotted Google the standings on Google. Oh dear. And what Google does with the stand with with the teams is Google will instead of you know, ordering them by tiebreaker. Oh, jeez. Google will order them alphabetically if they're tied. So of course R-E-P. they will, which is outstanding. So, yeah, so those are, those of you Horizon League fans, pro tip here, um, if you're looking at the standings right now, don't go to Google. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you will Milwaukee be messed up. You will be messed up thinking who yeah. – You know what Milwaukee and Cleveland State could do right now mm-hmm. um, and will be totally legal? What would that be? Mil and Cleveland State could schedule a bowl game and and play each other in a basketball game at the end of the season. Okay, and it'd be totally. What would that be called? Yeah, yeah. I I don't know if that would be. I don't care. Like, like (laughs) call it the dysfunction bowl. I don't know. Game. We could even like hang a banner if we win the game. <laughs> I mean, you hang, not you hang the banner somewhere where it'd be funny, but that's you hang right. A... Not last place. There you go. <laughs> you, you get a you get a you get a bowling trophy or something. <laughs> uh, get a nice participation ribbon or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The, the ninth pl- the, the game of the ninth placers the game of the ninth placers yeah, the 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 ni the, the nit for the uh, for the for the horizon league tournament <laughs> yeah. basically I, the... I, honestly i think that uwm may have lost last night's game because they wanted to um may have lost last night's game because they all wanted to finish 4 and 14 but because Milwaukee's area code is four one four. Oh, for crying out loud! <laughs> well, well, we can't finish know, 40, 41 and four. So come on. Well, that's true. I mean, well, thankfully Cleveland State didn't do that on their own end because, as we know, Cleveland's uh, uh, area code is two one six, and uh, I, I, I don't know. It was looking like it might they might be two and sixteen at one point in time. Thankfully, they were not. So. Um, so yeah, so so as far as the so as far as kind of the uh, the all horizon league team, the all conference teams. Um, so first team, I actually had to think about this a little bit, not because not for the first four. The first four, I I thought were pretty solid. I thought it's going to be Antoine Davis, um, Drew McDonald, Loudon Love. Uh, I'm going to say Xavier Hill Mays for Oakland. And in that fifth spot, it, for me, it was always going to be kind of a debate between Tarkus Ferguson from UIC and Tyree Appleby for Cleveland State. And um, just being a biased homer, I'm going to give the edge to Tyree Appleby. Well, I, I don't actually, actually, I will say this. Like, I think you do give it to Tyree Appleby because he does have to shoulder. Yeah. St- much so much of the load for that program, and he, and I'm still trying to figure out how that happened. But yeah, you are you're absolutely correct. Right. So maybe you know, I you know you obviously UIC is a better team. Oh, of course. Ten and eight to five and thirteen. Yeah. But 
at the same time, if, you know, Tarkus Ferguson were to, you know, if Tarkus Ferguson were to be off the team. Yeah. It's not like, you know, it, it, it's it's not like they would be, you know, they would be do- out. Like, they still no. have Bowen. Yeah, they still, still have, you know, market, you know, they still have Adi. They got Bowen. Um, I mean, they've got, yeah, yeah they've, they've got weapons. Like, they've got weapons, exactly. So, well, we've seen the, well, we've seen kind of the, I mean, we've kind of seen it already. Because remember that Tyree Appleby was out a couple of games. Um, one for how, flu-like it, symptom. One because there was a big old flu going around, and then the other there was another game he was out for for because he hurt his hand, and yeah. um, we saw what happened. I mean, yeah, you know somebody else stepped in. In this case, it was Rashad Williams, but at the same time, you also then had an issue where who's handling the ball. And in one of those games, they didn't have a you know they didn't have a pure point guard on the on the on the roster on the in the rotation because you had Appleby out and you had Cash Thomas out. So, so yeah, that impact kind of I thought would be kind of a thing there too. So, um, yeah. so that so that is my so that is my first team. I didn't know if you had any other uh, variations on on that first team there. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I not really. Okay. All right. I guess correctly. Awesome. So we'll find out soon. Enough. Yeah. No, I. I think that you've done a better job at this. I honestly haven't had a. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't. I. I, I don't see a lot of separation. Yeah. Like I. I, I, I see them all as kind of a muddle mess. There are a few guys that could be on there, but. Sure. Yeah. It'll. It, the numbers comes down to how important you are to a team. Guys like mm-hmm. Ferguson are, you know, good parts of good teams, and there's a whole lot of guys that are. Oh wow! Bit. Holy cow! I wait a minute. Who did I put on that team? I put. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, so I put Love, McDonald, Xavier Hill, Mays. Right. Tyree Appleby, and I forgot to put Sandy Cohen on there too. Yeah, because Sandy Cohen definitely put, needs to be on there. Sandy Cohen, uh, what what a transfer player! Oh, absolutely. And also, it's it's nice after you know living with all these. I'm sorry to or, you know bring up bad you know bring up old pains, but you know for all these like fifth year players or you know transfers that our schools are losing to high majors. Mm-hmm. It's good to see. A play, a, you know, a player of Cohen's caliber. Who, what, I mean, he was, a, you know, he played for Marquette, man. Yeah, uh, he wasn't like a guy sitting on the bench. For him to, you know, take that opportunity, what a what a great thing for our, for our, you know, one of our programs. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, and, hell, Jaquan McLeod uh, transferred. Eventually, you know, he he left a, a program and. Eventually ended up at Green Bay after a year in JUCO, and sure, obviously, uh, you know the program that he had initially been in when he was in Division One was was so so much better mm-hmm. than Green Bay that it's really nice for Green Bay to get opportunities to have 
players from far better schools and far better programs mm-hmm. will allow you know let them have their talent spread the wealth of if you will a little bit to the lesser programs and I'm like totally okay with that lesser programs and lesser schools like UW Green Bay yeah Bob do you know what I'm joking about I don't know what you're what what no okay what. No. I said Jaquan McLeod came from a far better school. Oh, yeah. Okay, did he? Oh, yeah. I guess he did. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> where did he, he originally? I do remember where he originally transferred, Jimmy. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't sure were you referring to the JUCO he transferred to? Indian Hills? Yeah. <laughs> Indian Hills where he played for Tone Boyle. And Chad Boudreaux. Okay. Milwaukee people. Okay. Well, Chad, I think, at that point. But my, that, that is my point, is that, you know, he was, he was basically funneled to Green Bay from Milwaukee. Interesting. You didn't know he played for us as a freshman? Of course he played for you as a freshman. I knew that part. Right. So that was my joke is that Milwaukee was a far better program than Green Bay. And I just wanted to keep like making the joke so that Jim Saro and every Green Bay fan is just like, you know what, Jimmy, shut up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, so I he... love you. So you guys are the best. <laughs> uh, so, um, now, the, now the big challenge for me was going to be the second team. Um, I, I got some names there that I want to put in there. Um, Cameron Justice from IUPUI and Tarkus Ferguson. Um, obviously, I have those two as my picks um, for the second team. Um, I was also looking at oh crud. Um, I'm my bit. I want to say. Let's see here, because I have to think about this for a minute, and. I want to say I definitely want to say Darius Quisenberry with the, with his performance this year as a freshman. I think he makes second year all team, second team all league, and the the other two. Because <clears throat> I'm trying to because I'm trying to remember who I had originally, and I'm I'm drawing a blank. Of course, I think, here, here let me let me comment on a couple of them. Yeah. Cameron Justice. Yeah. Um, I I would definitely call him borderline first team. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he scores 19 points a game. Absolutely, like, yeah. You know, he's he's a very, very good... Oh, he really... They, yes, he, yeah. he really is. He absolutely is. Um, so so that's 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 one. Yeah. You're also putting on Tarkus Ferguson. Yes, that's correct. Um, up this choice. He's, he's, you know, he's top 10 in rebounding. Yeah. He, he's what? He's like top... He's top 10 in scoring right now, yeah. right? Um, yeah, and yeah. He, he, the only yeah. more assist than him is Tyree Appleby, right? There you go. Yeah, exactly. So, you are correct. So honestly, I mean, Tarkus Ferguson, if he's not the sixth, if he's not on the first team, he's the sixth guy. Absolutely, absolutely. Because um, he puts numbers on a team that wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, obviously that that's kind of where I was going with that too. Um, so. For the other three, like I said, um, I was thinking, I I was thinking Darius Quisenberry potentially, um, but I was also looking at, 
I was he really also looking at perhaps Javen Cumberland from Oakland. Yeah. Um, he's a good one to look at. Billy Wampler is I I I, I would consi- I consider him my dark horse pick for second team. I I will say this. So Billy Wampler has come off the bench a bunch for Wright yeah. State this year. Uh huh. Yes, absolutely. Is Billy, is Billy Wampler not a strong argument that the Horizon League should have a sixth man of the year award? I yeah. What that's interesting because you've seen it so many times. Uh, you see it so many times over the years where the sixth man has probably been one of the, you know, uh, where's I mean, the recognition? Honestly, where's the love for those guys? Come on. Yeah, you have a sixth man of the year, do you have a sixth woman of the year in the in the women's league, and yeah. it's it, it would be fun time. Sure, sure. Um, so that would be, yeah, I would say. Yeah. It's worth the extra couple glass awards you have to print off. Like, do it. Yeah, exactly. Come on. It's not that, you know, it's not that hard. Come on. You're killing us here. Just just like we should have a third team all conference. Um, a Milwaukee friend of mine, uh, a Milwaukee friend of mine named Paul Spacuza and I have had a running conversation for over 10 years mm-hmm. about how the Horizon League is absolutely ready to have an all conference third team. Sure. Got enough people. I mean,. I mean, I mean, let's. I mean, honestly, like, let's do it. It's us, sure. you know. Well, I mean, we could do that, but it's going to take me forever. Not the horizon. Well, I mean, just you know, some names off the top of your head. What? Like, let's well, just. Assume, I, haven't, I, haven't let's even, just... I haven't even named the sec. I haven't even named the second team yet. I think I had. Who did I have? I had Cameron Justice. Yeah, you said you said Cameron Justice. Uh huh. My UI. You had Tarkus. Yeah. At UIC. Uh huh. Uh, you put Billy Wampler on there and Darius. I, I did, and I think the fifth uh, one I couldn't remember who it was from Oakland. What's that now? Who? You said Javen Cumberland. Cumberland. I did say Javen Cumberland. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you can make an argument for all those guys, and then if we had a third team, and so That's this, this is Let's make those so, guys. The there we go. Here we go. Team. The Horizon Roundtable presents. The Horizon the all League, third team. the third team, all-conference third team. All right, so so if we're looking at that, if we're looking at that, I am going to put it. So if we have a third team, I'm going to let's put, I'm going to put come up with two, and then we debate as far as the, who the fifth one is. All right, so I am thinking as far as on this third team, I start yeah. with Darius Roy for Milwaukee. I start with him. That's that's fantastic. I have no problems with that choice. Okay. Top five assists, top ten in points. Mm-hmm. That's you know the star player of his of his team. Yes. Yeah. You can, and again, you can make an argument for him being second team too. But we're going to put him on again. We are labeling this. We are branding this. The Horizon Roundtable presents the All Horizon League thirteen. Horizon League. Team, All right. Yes. The second person, the second name I have for, yeah. for this for this for our team, the second person I I would put on there would be Cole Gentry from White State. Really, I would put Cole really? Gentry on there. Top ten in assists. Yes, and I think he's on the. I, he is, I think he, he's he, a, he averages twelve. He's twentieth. He averages twelve. Averages twelve game, which isn't as much as Loudon, who's yeah. already on the, on mm-hmm. the team. And it's not as much as Billy Wampler, who we put on the second yes. team. Yes. All right. So that's the name. I, yeah. So that is the name. I, that is the name. I, the second right. name I have on there. So okay. Third, um, okay. Uh, so ahead. my names. 
Okay. I'm going to go with um, DeAndre Abram okay. from Milwaukee. Okay. Score, scores, you know, DeAndre score, scores about the same as Gentry. Okay. But he's also top five in rebounding. This is true. Okay. Okay. Um, I would probably... And, okay. Oh, I was going to say, my, my second player that I would choose... Uh-huh. Would be Naz Bohannon. Naz Bohannon, yes. Um, Naz, and I'll say, and I'll say why. You got a clean glass. Yes. Naz Bohannon is an interesting choice, and and given I see, I, I you defense, know what no, I, 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 not, I think it's good to have defensive presences on it. Okay. And I am not going to argue with you on Naz Bohannon for the rebounding thing, and. More selfishly, Nas Bohannon and I hail from the same city. We are both from the town. We are both from the city of Lorain, Ohio. I thought you were going to say the city, the city of Quisenberry, Ohio. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Nas Bohannon is the pride of Lorain High School, which, by the way, used to be. Um, there used to be three high schools in Lorain, and they just squished them all down to Lorain High School. Um, yeah, because the because uh, the baby boomers didn't need to go to high school anymore. Or everybody ran away from Lorraine, and my parents are the only ones who live there anymore. Um, but <laughs> yes, but yes. Which one's the mayor? Huh? <laughs> Which wow. parent is the mayor? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know. I will have to figure that out when my. But anyway, yes. So I, so Nas Bohannon, Nas by yeah. the way. Um, so yeah, I will give you Nas Bohannon on the strength of his on both the strength of his rebounding, which is highly important, and his hometown. Uh, but really, like, it's so what Bohannon's so huge. Yeah. For giving you know Youngstown State would not be in like I watched five Youngstown State yeah games front to back mm-hmm. in the Horizon League this year, and there are plenty there are plenty of games I think. I think they were three and two in them. I'd have to come up the cover of the list and talk about it later, but and I'll bring it up at the next. Uh, but, but they would not have made it mm-hmm. if you know they would not have won those games if Bohannon had not gotten huge offensive rebounds at critical times sure. on shots missed by Youngstown State. What I'm saying is not Nas Bohannon's like he's like his rebounding is it's rebounding is important, but he cleans the offensive glass. He is literally a ticket to getting you the winning one of the four factors in a game every time. I also like to point out the fact that Nas Bohannon also is 12th in the league in assists as well. He has 2.9 assists a game. Right. I mean, he's got, you know, that that's huge for a big guy to have, you know, to be, to be on the offensive, to be on the glass and to be able to, you know, to be able to dish dish out the scores too. So we had uh, we had a Kyle Kellen was like that for mm-hmm. us. So, um, yeah. In fact, next next week I'm gonna end up going to the state championship basketball games. There you go. And uh, and the last time I was at state was when Kyle Kellen was a senior at Randolph High School. Oh wow! Okay. As as the center of Randolph High School, he almost had a, a triple double. Ah, okay. He had nine assists. Interesting. All right. So, so okay. How many are we up to here? So we've got. So we both picked Darius Roy. No, yeah. I picked no, Cole Gentry. Darius you picked Roy, DeAndre. Abram. DeAndre Abram, 
and Nazbal Hannon, and we're going to decide the fifth. We're going to and I'm going to come up with one, and you tell me yes or no. Okay, let's hear it. Jaquan McLeod. Jaquan Jaquan McLeod. Um. Or, or Marcus Adi. I don't know. I like Marcus Adi too. Uh, I, or Bullet. Honestly, I would have. I think Bullet and Adi work against each other. Yeah. Um. I actually would have went with. I actually would have went with Jalen Tate. Really. I would have okay. went with Jalen Tate. Um, just based on the fact he's actually, cause he's averaged more, cause he, he's also, he's, cause Jalen Tate, he's his, six, isn't he? Oh, what's that? He's six in the six. He's, he's, yeah, he's six in the six in the league. And um, he's, and he averages almost, I think he averages like five rebounds too. Uh, I believe he does. Yes. Um, it's yeah. like five. Five rebounds. Uh, you have to like check that, up yeah. on the number. So I would. So, yeah. The you said how many? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Jalen. Yeah, he averages four point five. A, oh, four point five. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. So, yeah, so he's top ten. So he's top ten. He's uh, top six in assists. He averages four point five or four point five, and he averages fourteen points a game. Um, that's the argument I make for I that would be the argument I make for Jalen Tate over Jaquan McLeod. I think overall I think as uh, overall in terms of his overall game, I think Jalen Tate um it brings more to the table this season, brought more to the table this season than Jaquan McLeod. And that is my argument. I will. Well, I'm just. I'm, I'm trying to think of like what my response will be to it, and I think I think it'd make a pretty solid case. Um, I th- I'll let you have it. Okay, there you go. Especially since you already have two Milwaukee guys on this third team anyway. Right? <laughs> <laughs> just the whole team on there. <laughs> All right, so there you go. So there you have it, everyone. The, the Vance right- Johnson should be on the fourth team. What's that now? Vance Johnson should be on the All Horizon League fourth team. Oh, oh my God, <laughs> we're not doing a fourth team, man. So there you have it, everyone. The <laughs> the, the the Horizon Roundtable presents, I think, the Horizon League all all the All Horizon League third team being um, Darius Roy, DeAndre Abram, Nas Bohannon, Cole Gentry, and Jalen Tate. There all you right. go. All, all conference thirteen players. There all you go. conference thirteen player. Um, sadly, guys, that we don't can have. I, sadly, guys, we, I, we don't have the capabilities of printing anything out and sending things out to you. But you know, put may, uh, well, maybe we can make like a social media badge for them. There you go. There you go, Jimmy. You get on that one. <laughs> Something they can retweet. From we, the we know where everybody is, and we know it. Yeah, we know where you guys are. We I think we follow yeah. all of you on Twitter. So we, we'll I'll, get... make a, I'll make a defensive player of the year. We'll give Sandy Cohen defensive player of the yeah, year. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, Sandy Sandy Cohen is definitely. Yeah, he definitely would be. Yeah, he's definitely defensive player of the year this year. I mean, <laughs> so that is. He's the so, well, yeah. So, um, so kind of to wrap everything up. Obviously, we've got we've got the games that happen that are going to actually happen. We've got we've got Wright State and IUPUI. And we've got the the top games. We've got I, Wright State and IUPUI and Northern Kentucky and Detroit. Um, just given the fact that uh, Northern Kentucky kind of blew the doors off of Detroit in the first game, in both of their games, 
Um, honestly, even with the issues that uh, Drew McDonald is having with his back, um, I still think they 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 win that one handily. Um, um, I mean, Northern Kentucky just to you know throw it out there has mm-hmm. the best scoring differential in the conference. Yeah, in fact, they it's do. two points a game better than Wright State. It so does. naturally, along with that they have the widest scoring margin between them and their opponent. Yeah. Detroit has a negative scoring margin of three. Yeah. It's a, it's a 12 point difference. Yeah. Drew McDonald's replacement may, isn't, you know, Drew McDonald's replacement will do fine in the yeah. starting lineup. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be that big of a deal. No. Um, obviously, Northern Kentucky should win that game. They they will. I I think yeah. I I think the, I think Detroit's issue is as I mentioned at the beginning of the season. I think they've they've kind of ran out of gas, and you kind of you kind of saw that near the end of the season where they kind of uh, started running out of gas over there. And that's uh, I mean not any any fault of their own. I mean basically you know you know Mike Davis kind of had to put this team together on the fly. Um, with the you know maybe a couple of holdovers notwithstanding, I mean, but so I mean it, it is a very imp- <laughs> to me it's actually a very impressive first year for them. So, um, but I don't th- I, think it, I think it ends for them. The, yeah. I'm just imagining Mike Davis on the sideline mm-hmm. being like, <laughs> just like 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 a kids game. Yeah, then you get you get uh, you get like the the kids movie from the '90s, and they fire they like you're fired, coach. We need a new coach, and somebody's like you. Antoine's dad. You come coach this team. <laughs> yeah. Like he brings his son and like every dad, like every terrible sports dad in movies and television, you have Mike Davis on the sideline. Best about Antoine. <laughs> Best about Antoine. <laughs> Instead of all the specific plays. Uh, well, so, yeah. yeah, and um, I don't, yeah, I really, yeah, and Wright State, IUPUI, Wright State, I think beat when beats them. I do, I do. Yeah, so because IUPUI kind of, they also kind of ran out of gas near the end. I mean, so the they, two games I was, yeah. the two games I was looking at, the ones that I am, I am looking at with great interest are that three six game and that four five game. Um, the Oakland, the Oakland Youngstown State game. They split that series, and both of those games are really close. Um, so, but I, I think I think the new format, yeah, favors Oakland. Yeah, I think it does too. Because I, 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 I really think do. That, I think well, that, the other yeah. thing too with Oakland is they finished the season a little strong. They actually finished the season out stronger than Youngstown State. Youngstown State had you know they they went on that six game tear. And then they went into – they lost it at Northern Kentucky and Wright State, and then they lose it home to Cleveland State. So um, I think, you know, had that not happened, I think they would have actually – you know, I, I would favor them a little bit more. I think they've got a – I think Jerry Calhoun's doing – you know, has seemed – it looks like he's turned it around over there. But I don't think they're there yet, and I think I, I think Oakland Shump is the, the bit to prove something. So I think they definitely pull think, that one yeah. out. I mean, I think that they're I think that their their past success in the last couple of years in the yeah. Horizon League tournament is you know is kind of flukish, mm-hmm. um, and it, and it, and it favored them in games you know against that uh, it, it, it was they were the ones that beat Oakland, right? They were. 
Yes, that's true. So, so when they beat Oakland, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that it. I think that Oakland was suffering from something that other teams did weren't in the conference. Yeah, uh, they. I, and I don't know this to be fact at all, but. I feel like Oakland kind of like they looked a lot during that game that they were expecting the win. Yeah. So Youngstown State took advantage of it. That's yep. not going to be the case this I time. No, because... they're definitely going to be expecting that. Absolutely. Because you don't have the break. You know, the the in the past years they had you know a whole almost almost a week. Of rest between games, whereas the, all the teams that they played had played Tuesday and Friday. So, for Oakland to also be sitting at home, I feel like they definitely like got complacent and didn't get yeah. didn't get out. So, if I mean, obviously it's too late here, but I'd be really interested to know if Oakland would. I really be interested to know if Oakland, you know, decided to put up their players in a hotel like every other team for the whole week. Really? Hmm. You know. That's, I would I would love question. to know if they if they because you know that would be something that I would do yeah if I'm trying to keep the team focused like sure. you know, stay in a hotel focus all on basketball over this week okay so that you don't lose to Youngstown State yeah I don't think that happens this time no because Oakland Oakland is playing Youngstown State it's both their first games yeah this is so, true this is very true and they're not out, and yes they're at home but they still have that that like constant like every few days game. Yeah. So I think Oakland should definitely win that game. I, I agree. I think they I think they will as well. And so the other one is uh UIC, UIC and Green Bay. And Green Bay. Now that one's going to be a good one. I think I I think Green Bay's got the uh, and again they split the they split the series. Um I think that Green Bay. I, I, I think Green Bay takes advantage. To, this is where the home field advantage comes into play, and I think Green Bay comes through here. So, nat, you know, naturally, from watching both teams during the season, you, you you definitely think that okay, Green Bay will be able to get out and get running right away, uh-huh. and start, you know, do you know, quick possessions. Put the ball in the hoop, get back on defense, and they'll just make it a track meet that UIC won't be able to beat them on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the conventional wisdom that that's how Green Bay will beat UIC is by running them out of the gym. But my thing, feeling is I don't really know if UIC can get run out of the gym. The- by I, like I, I think that I think that UIC can either. You know, slow it down, or you can get your quick guys because they've they've got quick guys. Well, I mean, maybe well, keep it up. Yeah, so that's gonna be. I don't know. That's gonna be. That is gonna be. It's a toss up. I I would say it is because it was a toss up. It really wasn't. It pretty much was a toss up the for the games that they had anyway in the regular season because the one game they the game in UIC you know the game at UIC Green Bay won. 60 you only won by a point so i mean it's uh so it it stands to reason that yeah they could definitely do the same thing here um i'm not i'm not i don't want to i don't want to get into predicting things yeah. because one thing in the horizon we all know that predictions are garbage yes i know and i just made a whole <laughs> and i just made a whole boatload of them so i'm i'm awesome so <laughs> 
but uh, so but well, I would, you know but what? I, I was, but you know what? The, but the beauty of really... it is. But remember, the beauty of it is. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I was and I'm, I was incorrect. I'm sorry. Green Bay actually swept the actually swept UIC. So, um, so yeah, we gotta so, so one Green one, Bay one game by like a so, point or two. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. The the game at Green Bay, Green Bay won by five, and then the game at UIC, Green Bay won by a single point. So. That's the game I remember. Well, yeah. here's the other thing too, and you got to remember this: the turnaround time to go all the way up to Green Bay, which I guess for if you're you know if you're UIC, probably isn't oh, as bad. I see. It probably isn't as bad as if it was, say, Detroit going up to uh, Green Bay or Youngstown State going up to Green Bay. But um, oh, yeah, for sure, it's only a three-hour drive. That's true. On track, the greatest city in the world. There you go. Ozaki, Wisconsin. Okay, I'm just kidding. I have Milwaukee. no idea where that is, so um, I would probably be. Milwaukee is the county directly north of Milwaukee. Okay, it's sparsely populated, so that's why I made the joke. I said the greatest city in the world, so people will think we're, I was we're getting Milwaukee. a lot of those. We're getting a lot of those Jimmy jokes in today, aren't we? <laughs> hey, it's my thing now. Anyways, but we should definitely be wrapping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let, let, on on that last note, let's go ahead and wrap this up. So, uh, so um, as always, the episodes of the Horizon Roundtable you can uh, find uh, those on sportshacks.com, hax.com, and you can find us wherever you find podcasts. Uh, you name it, it's there. Um, unless there's a new podcast app, I'm not aware of that. You know, we didn't get into yet, but we're just everywhere and. Uh, and, um, you know, just holler at your Amazon Echo or your Google Home devices and say, hey, I want the Horizon Roundtable podcast and you know, give it to me. Alexa, play Horizon Roundtable. And then she plays it. Yeah, well, I'm glad that I use – I use. thankfully I use my, uh, my Amazon Echo because if I was playing that out loud somewhere, my Amazon, uh, my Amazon Echo would turn on right now. So there you go. So congratulations. You get to hear this show again. So anyway, thanks for listening. <laughs> and remember next week. <laughs> and remember next week. Wait, hold, on, hold on, let's let's do like a three, two, one, and then like start okay. it. Yeah, because so, uh, you know, like a Wayne's World three, two, and then you go. All right, so let's do this uh, one more time then. <laughs> so okay. yeah, do that so that Damien knows like where to cut it off. So I don't even know where that. Yeah, so yeah, so it'll be at the yeah. So three, two, one. And that's it for this week, and thank you for listening. Hey, everybody. Thanks. Enjoy the Horizon League tournament. Right. Enjoy it without us. Yes, we won't be there. That's right.